News Talk On Demand. Interruption free audio where you want it, when you want it. Hey, we're feeling good on a Friday morning at 7.51.9 from 8. Brent Lauk's on location in the $2.3 million grand prize show home, the uh, beautiful home out uh, just south of the city, uh, Edgemont Park Estates off Clarence Avenue. Somebody is going to claim this gorgeous home in a matter of a few weeks' time as the draws are made. Not joined by John Gormley today. You're in studio this morning. John, how are you? I'm very well. I clearly gapped because I saw the sign on Clarence, and I thought maybe they were yep. back in the Willows. But it's Edgemont. That'd be a beautiful yep. house. Edgemont Estates. And I, I think uh, most people probably aren't familiar with this, but as I was. I drove out here this morning, but what a beautiful development. Uh, just by the SPCA, so you're really just outside the city. It's a quick trip into the city up Clarence. Somebody is going to win this uh, gorgeous home, Decora Homes, doing a fabulous job designing and building it, and uh, pretty sweet. And, of course, today is our first deadline day today. Buy your tickets, uh, and you're in all the draws, including the uh, first draw, which is the private jet VIP prize getaway. You and seven buddies off to your choice of Tofino, Yellowknife, or Seattle, Washington, $5,000 spending money, or if you don't want to do the trip, you can take $25,000 cash. Let me guess, you would probably be a Seattle guy, I bet, huh? You know, I might actually. We went to Tofino uh, yeah. you know, late last year, and that is an amazing trip. And, of course, there's somebody quite well-known who flies a <clears throat> private jet into Tofino all the time to go surfing. The Prime Minister. Uh, so there's a, it's a, the rest of we mere mortals have to drive across the island. But I'll tell you, they've got a great little airport at Tofino. And uh, that's a really, uh, you can see why so many Canadians are so attached to Tofino. So I'd recommend that. Yeah, but yeah, I'd yeah. probably go to Seattle to watch some sports. I think so, too. It's seven minutes away from 8 o'clock, so the eyes of the country are going to be on Ottawa this weekend. I know I've got a uh, reporter, uh, the Canadian Press Parliament Hill reporter, Laura Osman, is going to join me after 8 just to give us a sense of the day down there. Now, everything that I'm seeing, though, it's going to be probably more noon hour down in Ottawa when the first string of these uh, trucks arrive there, and then more of them coming later this afternoon. I see the uh, mayor of uh, Ottawa is asking everybody to keep their cool uh, uh, he says it's going to be a stressful time for the next two days at least. You're familiar with Ottawa Parliament Hill. Like, is there going to be any really room for these trucks to maneuver in there? Not much at all. <laughs> Wellington Street goes right in front of the hill, and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, two lanes each way. And it's a fairly mm-hmm. busy street at the best of times. And, of course, the freeways uh, that bring you into the downtown uh, in Ottawa are, again, at the best of times, fairly busy. And then you've got all those streets that run along the canals, and they're really narrow so you could bung ottawa up very well by bringing you know even 50 semis into the downtown so um i think they're clearly going to get their message out you know and the message is and this is way larger i think you know than uh how you see the whole issue of vaccinations this is canadians Mm -hmm. who just say it's time to start lifting a lot of these federal mandates so we'll see how it plays do you think the majority of people lower on the side of this demonstration or not? You know, hard to tell. Uh, and a lot of it is where you live. You know, you just have to look at the Globe and Mail, you know, look at the, uh, gosh, the Toronto Star. Uh, I mean, if you're in Toronto, you know, Vancouver, Montreal, this is just a bunch of those Western yahoos doing what we do as a bunch of rednecks. You go out here and, you know, all of us know truckers. And truckers really live a pretty solitary and often a pretty difficult life as well. And they've carried us through. You know, as uh, Pierre Polyev said yesterday, the conservative, uh, you know, while you were worried about the pandemic stuff, truckers were feeding you. 
Truckers were making sure you had stuff. So uh, this is a group that has been, you know, I think not well represented. So uh, good on them for doing it. But uh, again, I think comm heads are going to prevail. There'll be a few yahoos, you know, who will get in front of the camera and say inappropriate things. There always are in protests. But uh, this too shall pass. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, though, what are we, 90% of those that do drive a truck for a living are fully vaccinated. Absolutely. This does not represent the entire trucking industry by, by a long shot. Yeah, so we'll hear more from Ottawa uh, coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, and then what's your plan for the show after 8.30? We're going to check in with Sean Davidson, who is the president of the School Boards Association. The announcement yesterday that I think a lot of people could see coming, and this is, again, uh, the the way COVID going forward is going to be treated like a respiratory virus that's in the population. And you're still, whether it's your home test, whether it's the PCR test, stay home for five days if you're positive. But all of this idea of your contacts, who you were around, Uh, There is no longer a requirement, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, to be out of commission for five days. That was a logical next step. And, of course, the schools, my line of inquiry is what is this going to do to schools? Because uh, they've really been affected by this. So we'll find out from Sean. Kate Gormley gets it going just after 8.30. Your 8 o'clock news coming up next at 7.56.